Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Cod Swallop. Good choice. Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Man. You might know me from the Tell Him Steve Day podcast and the I Sell Comics podcast. Listen, I love podcasting. I love talking, but what I really love doing is talking cod swallow. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the talking... Okay, I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Cod Swallop podcast. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast, Talking Cod Swallop, right here, man. "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St Nicholas would soon be there. The children were nestled, all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mammy in a kerchief, and I in my cap, had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below. When, what to my wondering eyes should appear, but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer with a little old driver, so lively and quick. I knew in a moment it must be St Nick. More rapid than eagles, his courses they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all! as dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly. When they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop, the courses they flew, with a sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas too. And then, in a twinkling, I heard on the roof, the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my hand, and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur, from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung upon his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, oh, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head 
soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work, and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk, and laying his finger aside of his nose, and giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night! Welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. This is a very special episode, and it's our Ho, Ho, Ho Christmas episode! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) I'm Gemma. I'm James. And I'm Andy. He survived the first traumatic run with us, so he's come back for more. (laughs) Yeah. Long for punishment. Yeah. Yeah. You you know what else makes this episode really special? We're all slightly ill. Yes. Yeah. So we'll probably not air that, but (laughs) (laughs) we'll pretend pretend we're not ill for like an hour or so. (laughs) No, I would have said we should tell them that we are that dedicated to the listener that we've uh, we've stumped up. Okay. All right. We'll keep it in them. (laughs) Cut that shit out. No, leave that shit in. (laughs) I guess you can edit that then, can you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Andy, I can do quite a bit of editing, actually. You amaze me. (laughs) She she actually makes (laughs) me sound good. Hmm? Now, that is the power of editing. (laughs) Well, as the two episodes last week will attest to. That's true. Um, Okay, Andy, I apologised on this week's episode, so... (laughs) The listeners will have heard me apologise, but you just haven't heard it yet, okay? <laughs> I'm allowed to make mistakes when I have when I'm poor. No, I, I think you did a tremendous job. I do. I think you did very well. Yeah. 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 That was a, that was a backhanded compliment. Mm. Oh, well, all right then. I'll take it. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about Christmas, and hopefully, when you're listening to this, it's actually going to be Christmas Eve. So, happy Christmas Eve, everybody. Happy Christmas Eve. I hope Santa's filled your stockings. <laughs> well, it's either going to be Santa or me wearing them, isn't it? So. <laughs> <laughs> so, for Christmas this year, what are you looking to receive? Either Andy or James, whichever wants to answer first. I'll let you go first, Andy. Um, well, I'm in the middle of decorating, so B&Q vouchers. Oh, or other such okay. DIY stores that are available. What a guy. Yeah. Hey, what a manly gift to ask for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the project that just keeps going. So, yeah. And then it next year, ends. it'll be furnishing. So, like John Lewis vouchers to get all the furnishings. It, it never also ends. Also, other stores available. Yeah. <laughs> and the high-end, middle-class type stores available that you aspire to. <laughs> it never ends. It's hell on earth, isn't it? Redecorating a house and buying furniture. Just goes on and on. As soon as you think you're done, yeah, well, who knows? It's worth it, you'll enjoy it, yeah, when you're painting, it's all good fun. Yeah, Yeah. and when you see the finished product at the end as well, and you see how good you've done, Mm. yeah. That's the bit I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I mean, John Lewis vouchers might be a little bit out of my pay grade, but, um, you know, what I could do is get you a couple of Ikea vouchers. Oh, yeah, this is an Ikea (laughs) just on my way home from work, which I've successfully ignored for the last three months, but I know it's there. Oh, that's all right then. You haven't popped in for your meatball sandwich or whatever it is. Everybody seems to be raving about meatballs in Ikea. No, I'm so traumatised by the experience of Ikea that I, as soon as I've paid, I'm out that door. I'm not hanging around. Oh, I see. I've never 
ever been to Ikea, so I don't know. I have many memories as a child of being in Ikea, being dragged around to look at things. I, I understand the pain, Andy. I really it's do. traumatic, especially as a full-grown adult, when you don't even want to be there, you revert back to childhood. So I've thrown temper tantrums on bedding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to look at another I- sofa. What Andy is not telling you is is actually on his own in the store. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is everyone else there? Have you gone real late night? You're just there screaming, shouting, ranting to yourself. <laughs> That's nothing else to do, really. <laughs> Keeps you off the street. It's too cold this time of year. Nice air conditioned building, but no one can hear you scream. <laughs> like a panic room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a panic room called IKEA. If I let you take baseball bats in, it could be so therapeutic. That's very true. Yeah. So they've already put the furniture together for you, so great. Mm. The joy of Ikea, though, is when you buy stuff from them, invariably you do find there's either too much of something or too little of something and you're trying to put it together. Yeah, four more screws that you didn't yeah. need or you think you didn't need until you put the pressure on said item and mm. then it falls to pieces. <laughs> yeah, we know that one well. Been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. So what's James looking forward to? So what do I want for Christmas? Um... I don't know, really. I've got a nice... Someone bought me a very nice uh, piece of art, so I'm happy with that, actually. I've got an early present in that, so I'm, I'm happy with that one. That's a What's good the art of? Um, it is a... Uh, it's a hard one to describe. It. It's, a, uh, it's a scene, basically, on, on the moors with, with a sort of farm and house. So it's a sort of okay. it's a limited thing. So, yeah, it's nice. It's good. And also, I'm just looking forward to spending a bit of time with my dad, so... Yeah. Without wishing to sound too English, what's the yes. weather... <laughs> background to that picture is it oh, like a nice stormy oh. one or is it a nice light summer's one no it's very desolate and bleak and realistic to what we're experiencing right now yeah and definitely on the moors yeah, yeah. as well because i always imagine on the moors yeah. it being it's in the like pen that. it's, it's, it's so, in the pennine so yeah you, you're spot on cold yeah, so desolate. the rain comes down sideways yes cold desolate and bleak just the way i like <laughs> yeah. Perfect painting for you. Yeah. Yeah. You don't sound like a stereotypical northern. <laughs> it's dark, all dark. <laughs> to be fair, though, it's been dark, all yeah. dark in the south today yeah. as well. It's not a typical sunny, uh, not typical snowy no, Christmas at all here. Dark everywhere. So, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and what's Gemma looking forward to for Christmas? Mm. Um, peace on earth. <laughs> Hi, Bing. No, I, I, to be honest, like it's silly little things, but mostly mm. money this year because, like, where I'm going to America next year, I want as much money as possible so I can have some fun while I'm over there instead of, you know, I think you get to a point, don't you, when you when you're adult. And you just think, I don't really need or want mm, for anything true. anymore. So I have, <laughs> I did, um, I did say to my mum, Oh, can she get me a Rick and Morty calendar? Because I've got one already and obviously I want next year's one. And yeah. And she turned around to me and she goes, I did a search and I can't find Ren and Stimpy anywhere. <laughs> and I was like, that's not exactly what I asked for. <laughs> She's close enough. She's oh, trying, bless her. Yeah, she is. But I was actually quite impressed that she knew who Ren and Stimpy were as well. So quite the other, impressed with the other that. The good so. thing is, if you get money and you, for going to America, you can buy suntan lotion, so you'll be safe. Yeah. Well, I was probably going to buy it before I went over, but... Oh, that makes a mess when that explodes in the hold. 
Itter experience has shown. No officer, that's sun crown, that's suntan lotion. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I usually have to get about fax, a factor mm. 50. So, uh, you know, because of being so pale. So, yeah, I'll probably purchase that before because I imagine, uh, well, probably some Americans would need it. So you never know, though. So pale in English. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, very much so. The joys of also being a goth as well. Yes. Well, not your old goth, but yeah. you know, you're a... No, I used to be. Mm. I used to be. Yeah. And I quite enjoyed it, but I always used to find it quite funny when I went to like download festival and, uh, and there would be all the goths walking around with a red suntan. <laughs> <laughs> it just like, it always would crack me up, you know, because, you know, you're supposed to be white. <laughs> Sun slap. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. But yeah, so that was always a bit of a chuckle when we were uh, going around the festival and things like that. So. I mean, hats off to goths in the summer because it must get God, so hot. God, yeah. I I've seen some yeah. brave souls this year striding around in full boots and leather tight leather trousers and waist uh, you know the leather overcoats and hats. It's like mm. that's yeah. dedication because I'm sweating my nuts off just in shorts and a baseball basketball top. Yeah, mm. exactly, um, exactly. Because it's like yeah, and you also think like. How, how do you smell right now? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but good for you for keeping yeah, it up. Yeah, that, that, that does explain the cloud of flies. Oh, God. Dedication. <laughs> 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 but we're digressing off of uh, Christmas here. Oh. <laughs> so we're trying to keep on topic. No, 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 it's fine. Because <laughs> uh, we did it. We all did it together. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's fine. So I just think it's like 10 minutes in. I've already managed to derail you. That's good. Keeping the true form. <laughs> 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 You're going to need a firm hand, Gemma. A very firm hand. Yeah. Yeah, your, your, your pimp hand needs to be stronger. Yeah, okay, well, don't worry. <laughs> this thumb has been pushed on many foreheads, so you oh, know. I think I can start to feel it coming over sky. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. You get a dent in your head in a minute. <laughs> hey, Christmas. Mm. Typically, what what are your Christmases like? I was just always interested in what other people's are like, so... I'll go first, yeah. Uh, generally get up, spend a bit of time with Dad, breakfast, probably go for a walk somewhere, come back, put the lunch on. Um, what do we generally do? And uh, we actually open our presents in the evenings. We try and get everything sort of done during the day, and then and then that's pretty much it, really. Oh, cool. Do you ever sit and watch the Queen's speech? No. 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 <laughs> that's quite a definite no there. No. <laughs> No. I mean, I have nothing against the Queen, but I have no memory at all of ever watching it. Yeah, I'm with you. No, as a child, I remember watching it, but not not as an adult. Mm. No. But I didn't really watch it. I was more busy playing with whatever toy I had, you know, or whatever. So, but yeah, well, my Christmas is very similar to what you've just said, James, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like rushing around a little bit mm-hmm. as well because it got my my brother so like this year we're going to be going to my brother's house in the afternoon um because my niece is going to be working in the afternoon Mm -hmm. and that's not why we're going in the afternoon but just so that they can have their christmas dinner sort of thing yeah yeah Yeah. so yeah we're not avoiding her so yeah it's not (laughs) it's not a family drama (laughs) but it's going to be a little bit different this year because um my mum's boyfriend is actually going to be coming to Mm -hmm. stay as well so that would be actually quite interesting to have a man in the house again over christmas Mm -hmm. so that yeah it's yeah i don't know quite how to feel about it quite yet but Mm. i'm sure it'll be absolutely fine you know i'm quite laid back about all this sort of thing so and uh 
Oh, sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, because like, the, the thing for me is the rushing about. I also do some of the cooking, because I quite enjoy doing that. So, yeah. yeah. It's not, but to be fair, it's all pretty simple and laid back. So, yeah, you know. yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah, I mean, to be... Like to be fair, more my sister in law has done most of the cooking mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. Uh like we've all uh, as a as a big family sort of thing. So my brother, my sister uh, my sister in law, my two nieces, my mum and myself. Mm-hmm. But this year we're not gonna you know, we're not gonna do that. But I think my mum's gonna be doing the cooking, but I'll probably give her a hand as well. So um, you know, I've said that on mic now, so I guess I have to. Yeah, you've, you've, you've committed <laughs> yourself to that fully. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's kind of a lot of like driving around really. And, uh, and then finally I can get home and I can, um, actually start. <laughs> Sorry, just yeah. cause Andy's uh, just, uh, reco- uh, Andy's, Andy's just like with us, leaving us, with us, leaving yeah. us. <laughs> Keep going, Jim. Don't, having, don't want to derail He's having mic yeah. issues. He's having mic issues. He is. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's derailing us yeah. at the 15 minute mark as well now. God damn you, Andy. Power through, oh, power beautiful- through. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling my beautiful story of how my lovely family enjoy Christmas Day and then Andy goes and ruins Maybe he it. just couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that boring was it yeah, i didn't say that i'm just working on why he may have gone anyway so yeah you do the cooking but you think you 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 will be doing all the cooking this year yep. yeah and uh yeah basically oh hi I'm andy nice of you to join here, us you know? yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah sorry i moved and the mics went he just, he just left us again you haven't even told your story yet and uh yeah finally basically i just end up drinking so that's Ah. that's how it ends with my christmas day because i'm i'm finally not driving anymore so because like getting taxis and stuff it's just so extortionate because it's double price isn't it so yeah totally yeah Uh, is there anything particularly you sort of watch on tv or anything like that that you do because obviously we've all worked out we don't do the queen's speech which is fair enough yeah Ah, uh, I know that it used to be because uh, you know, we, like obviously, I asked you guys um, to look up, you know, your favorite Christmas films and things like that. One of mine is Elf because for the last sort of five years, on Christmas Eve hmm. or the build-up to Christmas, I would always come round and watch it with my nieces, mm-hmm. and it would be like our little time to sort of watch the film and things like that. But now they've got older; hmm. they're both like. 17 and 19 so they're not really that fussed about doing that kind of thing anymore you know but yeah it's still quite like the film though so they've become surly teenagers uh, become (laughs) no that thankfully they're getting to the outside of the surly teenagers Ah, (laughs) yeah Fuck this film. Yeah. No, I think they still like the film, to be honest, because it is a good film. But, you know, it's it's just things happen, isn't it? One of them's old enough to go drinking now. So, and the other one's. They're both old enough to drive. Yeah, I mean, neither of them do, sadly. But, you know. (laughs) Once again, to early 20s, they'll get back into it again. You just have that little period Mm. transition between teenager and adulthood. Yeah. Because it's quite nice between me and my nieces. Well, the eldest one, there's only a 16 year gap between me and her. And then there's an 18 year gap between the younger one. So it's quite nice, you know, because where me and my brother have got a bit of an age gap, it's quite nice that I've actually, you know, I'm, I'm similar in age to mm-hmm. them, if yeah. you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. So 
So, Andy, what do you typically do on Christmas Day? Um, so, this is where I now bring the whole show down. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like Alan Partridge, is it? Well, I mean, you've done it already. <laughs> you, you left, you came back, you left, you came back. You've ruined the show twice, That's Magic. It. Well, I think <laughs> I realised that the, uh, the, the recording also stopped after about 14 minutes. So, now I'm just busy putting that back on. So, okay. Uh, that's that's fine. I'm still recording you, so that's fine. That's why I did it for the technical. So, so uh, yeah, no, it's now recording again. But uh, yeah, no. So my Christmases, or yeah, so I typically over the last sort of five ten years have just not wanted to uh, do anything on Christmas Day. So I tend to just ignore friends and family, just take the day out for myself, and then yeah, I can understand then that. do like Boxing Day and the other mm-hmm. sort of days off, going around seeing. Sort of family and, and seeing friends, so I just generally just take it as a day to uh, recharge my batteries and uh, focus on the year, what's happened that year, and what I want to do next year. Because so, I used to do a lot of travelling yeah. with my with my job. I was, I was away probably yes. six weeks at a time, and then sort of living away for the last four and a half years is very expensive. They gouge you for tickets yes. <laughs> when you want to fly home and stuff. Yeah, and definitely. So yeah, I just thought you know what, this is this is my time. So uh, so yeah. But yeah. Have you spent many Christmases in uh, Germany? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Is it a different experience to the UK one? I didn't really experience Christmas with others. So it was more of right. me doing the same, shutting myself away in my man cave and cooking, cooking myself oh, okay. uh, a lovely meal and then just generally doing whatever I wanted to do that day. So, uh, but... Uh, I, I can understand that, Andy, though. I'm more like that with New Year. I don't... I can't get into the new the entire thing with the new year. How everyone's supposed to sort of get really excited over it, it just doesn't. Yeah, doesn't work for me. And I think also with Christmas, it's I, I consider it. It's a nice time for for spending time with friends and family. But the actual day yeah. itself, I see very much as the children's day. It's 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 mm-hmm. for them to be made a fuss of. You know, for the adults just to catch up with. Oh, what have you done this year or since we last spoke, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So. Uh, yeah, so I, you know, being a single man with no dependents, I should just let my cousins mm-hmm. and their children and my aunts and uncles and you know just let them have that day, and then I'll just go around and, and see what the parish news is uh, over the rest of the period. Mm-hmm. To be honest, it's like we've got three slightly different Christmases there, but we all kind of like do very similar things anyway, mm-hmm. don't we? Because it's like I, I did turn around to my mum this year and I said, do you know what the best Christmas would be for me this year? It's just to not see any of you yeah. <laughs> and i said, How did that I said go down? I, it went down all right to be honest because i explained you know i said that you know like it's not it's not anything personal i love you all you know but it's just at the same time sometimes i get sick of you as well yeah. you know <laughs> but you know there's a little bit of truth coming out of my household there but you know but also just in case any of the listeners who are international don't know boxing day is that's what we call the day after christmas Mm. so because a lot of americans don't have like boxing day and things like that so does anyone know where that term came from Uh, or the name boxing there are a couple of stories i believe i believe so yeah the the one that i'm most familiar with is the the idea was that people who were more wealthy would go around Mm -hmm. giving presents to the poorer people is yeah is that the general one andy does that sound that's the one i've heard so the two that i've heard is there was the local priest would get the parishioners to donate sort of money and and mm-hmm. stuff. So we're talking way back in the sort of 12th, 13th century. Very, very long time ago. And the <laughs> the church would then distribute that on Boxing Day to the needy. 
uh, mm-hmm. well, on, on the 26th, and then that was known as Boxing Day. And then in the 1800s, um, sort of 17, 1800s, it was then the ruling classes would, basically because their staff would be working over Christmas, mm-hmm. they would get a gift the day after and then would be allowed the day yeah. off. Um, so there's many iterations, but, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're relying on the Internet to give you this information. So... Yeah. Well, that, uh, the one, the 1800s one was the one that I knew. Yeah. I didn't know about this other, the yeah. parish one, but, um, yeah. So, so that just gives a little bit of history to why we call it Boxing Day. We don't all go into a boxing ring match and, uh, you know, start bashing each other over the head and things like that. Speak but... for your own family. Sometimes, Although, to be fair, sometimes. Yeah, it depends yeah. your family. Sometimes it feels like that though, <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah. You might get crack a bottle, smash it on their head, you know. <laughs> wow, we've got even more insight into your family here, Jim. <laughs> no, we're a very loving family. Yeah, very loving family, really. <laughs> <laughs> we are. <laughs> hey, you don't have to sell it to me. <laughs> <laughs> no. But you know, there there will be families out there oh, that God, do have yeah. fights at yeah. Christmas. So yeah, you know, yeah. it's it, I wanted to make it real for them as mm. well. You know, keeps it real. <laughs> and do either of you, the churchgoers, or or sort of do it on no. special occasions? Um, I I believe in uh, uh, God, but I don't desperately go to church that much. But my dad does that more than me. He'll go to church uh, regularly, uh, and he'll probably do something more around Christmas time. So yeah. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a strong no. That's a hard no from Gemma. <laughs> no, it's, I, I know I had friends that, you know, they ordinarily you wouldn't know that they were Catholic, but Easter and Christmas is the only time that they, they say they, yeah. they step into church other than for weddings mm-hmm. and funerals. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just uh, interesting to see what other people do. I mean, I'm like Gemma, I'm mm-hmm. myself, I'm yeah. a non-believer. Yeah. But the other thing that I was thinking of doing this year, it's not, it's not going to happen now because of, um, you know, like scheduling and stuff like that. But, you know, in years to come, I hope to be able to do it at some point is, you know, when you've got, uh, you've got the homeless shelter Ooh, kitchen yeah. type yeah. things. I'd like to actually volunteer to actually helping out with the soup kitchen and things like that. Because I just think, well, you know, I've got all this wonderful comfort around me. It would be nice to see the other side of it. Hmm. I do know people you know? who've done that, and it is, from what I understand, work for, you know, it's very worthwhile and rewarding doing it. So, if you can, yeah. yeah, I'd recommend if you can do it, take a shot at it. Yeah, so maybe next year then I'll do that. But yeah, because it's, uh, you know, it's just something that I just think, you know, and it's been in my head for a while now, and I just think, well, maybe I should just get on and do it then. Hmm. Yeah, you just get warm up <laughs> before Christmas because you know it's not. It's something that they can always help with all year round, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, could do. Um, yeah, because <laughs> it's just tricky because, like, I'm working literally up until Christmas yeah. Eve this year, so it's you know, big bad boss wouldn't give me the day off. How he mean? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so have you got all of your Christmas presents for other people sorted yet? Yes. No. <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm a no as well. <laughs> I had my majority of my stuff sorted in, you're going to think this is horrendous, but in something like July. Oh my God. I just planned everything out and went, right, I'll get that, that, that done. No, that's, I mean, that's brilliant though, but that, that shocks me. I'll slip you some money shocks next year and right. you can get my shopping done in the back end. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'll tell you, you just give me a list in the January sales. <laughs> James is shopping as a service. Yeah. And also, if you heard that, Andy, he doesn't want the money. He just wants mm. the list. Yeah, so he's going to get it all for us. That's my, that's my unconditional love to you, too. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I'm not saying they'll be good <laughs> presents. Oh, right, so I should scale back from the 65-inch uh, curved ULED TV. The one, the one, yeah. then? Let's <laughs> go into Dixon's Curry's. is the big one, the big expensive one. Yeah, I want that one. Yeah. <laughs> With all the functions and features you yeah. don't need. <laughs> and, well, we've covered the topic of religion very briefly, I know. Shalom, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and... What are your thoughts about Santa Claus? Do you believe he's real or or not? Because, I mean, you know, as adults, bear in mind there might be children listening. <laughs> I doubt there will be children listening. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I really don't know how to answer this one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I very much doubt there will be children listening. I actually turned around the other day and I actually said, I believe in Father Christmas more than I believe in Jesus. I just want to explain that so that mm-hmm. other people don't get offended or anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I believe that there was a person who was giving gifts to people who then became part of the whole magic of, you know, being Father Christmas type thing. Whether there was a healer back in the day, whether he was born of God or whether he was just, you know, like a man uh, who was healing people, I'm not 100% sure that mm-hmm. I would believe that. Well, the, the belief on Santa Claus is the, uh, Father Christmas is that it comes from uh, St. Nicholas, doesn't it? The patron saint. Uh, and it, yeah. It, it comes from that. And the various other pagan festivals also took place around this time of year with the winter solstice. Yeah. So they all got wrapped and bumbled up into into one belief, if you will. And that was done by the church. Yeah. Well, the thing is that the focus on Christmas being the 20th of December is, as you said, it goes from a pagan festival. Following the Christian faith, the idea of, you know, Jesus would not even be born at this time of year. It would be in some point in summer, I believe, from what I can remember. So, yeah, it's everything just sort of becomes bundled into convenience, I guess. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, the date, sorry. Yeah, I didn't know that Jesus was born in the summer. I mean, I'm not obviously saying I'm... 100% on that one. I'm saying that there's no actual direct correlation with the idea when Jesus was born to December. It simply is just the fact that they married it into, as Andy said, a pagan festival because it was obviously a convenient time. Yeah. It's the same with Easter. Yeah. It's not necessarily that Easter and, G- and Jesus' resurrection happened at the same time. It's just a very convenient thing for the church to have done back in that day to just shift yeah. the narrative to bring the pagans over to their belief system is is my ignorant opinion and understanding of them of it yeah <laughs> just carefully caveat that <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say don't you worry because i'm just as ignorant to be honest so religion has religion has never been a thing in my life R- not really so you know it's i looked into buddhism at one point but then i thought nah <laughs> you know it's it's just all in my opinion all religions are important you know, so mm-hmm. I don't fixate on just the one. But th- again, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so next question. Real Christmas tree or false Christmas tree? Which is your preference? Or would you rather? <laughs> yeah, would you? Yeah, damn right, Jim. Yeah. Would you rather? <laughs> would you rather have a real Christmas tree or a false Christmas tree? Real Christmas tree. Yeah? Well, because of the smell of it. That's the one. That's it, yeah. yeah. And I smelled the pine needles. Yeah. Andy? For me, definitely a real one, because um, 
I'd always have that ambition. If I put it out in the back garden, yes. it will grow. Not necessarily to reuse, but I can then just have like Christmas trees through time. Well, I'll, I'll just give you some warning on that, Andy. Having that having been done by my father at one point, they get absolutely ginormous, <laughs> and I mean absolutely ginormous. That's the fear, isn't it? You've, it's yeah. I, I won't go into the green fingered mental side of me, but yeah, it's 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 putting it in the right location and putting it in the right container to stop the root system from growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm. I've got conifers. Gone. Oh, sorry, gone. Yeah, no, you carry on because I was going to interrupt. I was just going into, into boring my house notice that yeah, next door I've got conifers and they are a real nightmare. And yeah, the fir tree family are just as bad. Yeah. I've got conifers in my garden. We, I had to undertake quite a lot of tree surgeon work to reduce height and tame yeah, something else. Yeah. Once you lose it, because I've got the really ugly bit where obviously it's died off at some mm. point and I've now got a big gaping hole. Ooh, <laughs> I'm I'm staring at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a brown gaping hole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do refrain from licking and put my finger into. Is it a tight? Oh, no, it's big. No, okay. <laughs> you could drive a car through it. <laughs> it's a big, manly, overstretched uh, gaping hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there's just bits, bits of fur and, and hair trapped everywhere. I really hope there are no kids listening to this. No, I kind <laughs> yeah. of hope that there wouldn't be. <laughs> if anybody knows what our podcast is like, I don't think there would be. <laughs> Sorry, kids. But I believe in Father Christmas. Remember that. And you should too, if you are a small child listening to this podcast. Uh, the only thing that scared me Father Christmas is a grown man wants me to sit on his knee. Hmm. <laughs> Seems a bit wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, I suppose. But Give it a few more years, it won't be allowed. Yeah. They'll just have to sit on a chair next to them with a glass partition in between them. You're right. You are <laughs> so right. It'll, yeah, it'll be stopped. I'm going to share. I'm going to share a real story at the moment as well with regards to because um, my my friend has just come back from Lapland, mm-hmm. and obviously most Christmassy place in the world, isn't it, at the moment? And um, mm. yeah, and her her seven year old was sort of just beginning to not believe in Father Christmas. Again, I don't know why. And um, yeah, and now he's he's been he's seen Father Christmas. Father Christmas actually received his letter uh, because he nice. kn- he knew that because he, his drawing was on the back of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it was just, like, they said it was such a magical trip, you know, that even my friend now believes in Father Christmas again, because it was just, like, the magic of Christmas, and I think that is it, isn't it? Ask her again on on Christmas Day after she's just tried to creep into the room to deliver all of the presents. (laughs) (laughs) And she's running on no sleep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's doing the, um, she's doing the elf thing, elf on the shelf as well, and the things that she's coming out with... She's gone to the dark side. Yeah, she I like has. the elf on the shelf pictures where the elf is like being tortured and hung over yeah. yeah. things. Yeah. Well, she's done one that she tucked his legs underneath the toilet and um, she managed to put little um, chocolate drops down the toilet, oh, but so perfectly so that you could see them still. <laughs> so it looked like the elf had had a poo. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the one where they've put the elf with naked Barbie dolls? Yes, I have. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you have you have you seen the ones who have 
I think it was Jason Manford posted it on his wall on Facebook where uh, he had pepper uh, some pepper pigs on some bread going into the <laughs> under the grill, and it was the the elf sat on the cooker going mmm, bacon sandwich. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. <laughs> and then, oh, was it Poundland or Pound Saver last year got into trouble with the Advertising Standards Authority with um, their elf on the shelf ones? I don't know. I think they did. Um, that thing is Elf and Shelf having a gangbang and stuff like oh, that. God. It was, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was one that, oh yeah, because um, Twinings yeah. asked them to amend their advert because um, there was some reference to tea bagging, and then there was um, a box of Twinings just behind the Elf while he had while there was this thing with tea bagging. It was. Oh, I have to try and see if I can dig yeah, it out. Yeah, that would but. be good. And if you can find it, yeah, we'll post it up with this episode, but. I mean, if you can't, don't yeah. as well. Because we're still waiting on James's photo of his long hair. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see what I can dig out. Yeah. I'll see what I can find. Oh, we should play a game of Would You Rather Christmas Special, shouldn't we? Okie dokie. Let's go. Two seconds. Andy, have you ever thought, just discussing the joy of Lapland, that you should go there? It might reinvigorate your interest in Christmas. Or ruin Christmas for an entire generation <laughs> of children. <laughs> You know, it's a risk assessment, you know. See, and uh, you don't really have to travel to the the US. You're pre-screened. Yes, yes. I'd imagine there's pre-screening for Lapland. So when they bring you in and they say you've got anything to declare, and you go, "I hate Christmas." Just, yeah, <laughs> just turn you around at the border. <laughs> yeah, just imagine I'd, I'd be there, just grumpy cat in a Christmas hat. <laughs> Do you decorate your house at Christmas, Andy? No. No, Because the thing is, it'd still be up in July, and I'll go, oh, I've still left that up. Oh, well, it's July. Might as well leave it up now. <laughs> See, I don't decorate my house, but we go all out with my dad. So, yeah. Well, not all out, but we decorate my dad's, but I can't bother decorating mine. There's only me to enjoy it, so. If I settle down and get a family, for sure, but I don't know, it just feels a bit sad having it there just for myself in my in the house. Aww. It's not sad though. No, it's not sad, but it's like you, you just get. I'll just get that vision of yeah. you know just that person coming in to to an empty house with decorations, and then just lighting a candle, <laughs> sitting down at a table, <laughs> meal for one. Did you have a good day at work? Yes, I did. <laughs> well, what did you get up to? You know, just so, no. <laughs> you don't do that now, do you? Sit talking to yourself in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, t- I I talk to my photographs. No, oh, right. They're not long-range ones, are they, by any chance? Yeah. Black and white. Yeah. <laughs> okay, listeners, we need to invest in a cat or a dog for Andy, but I think more a cat, because going by previous episodes, cats are more his style. <laughs> yeah, they're self-sufficient. Mm. They don't mind being abandoned for 12 hours yeah. a day. <laughs> okay, so who's ready to play a game of Would You Rather Christmas Special? Oh, I'm so ready. Yep. Yep. So, would you rather... Chug a gallon of eggnog at once, or sit on a Santa's lap for an hour. Eggnog, I freaking love eggnog. <laughs> I've never had eggnog, so I would. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think Santa's lap. Yeah, <laughs> you see what would happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, hello, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I would get. I would definitely go with the eggnog so that I could um try it. You know, I mean, mm. chugging a gallon of it <laughs> on my first go was pretty extreme, but, you know, <laughs> I like to be out there. <laughs> yeah, I want that challenge. Bring it on. Yeah. Have you seen, have you seen those videos on YouTube of the, the of people chugging a gallon of milk? No. It's like that, but a lot more messy when I've seen, yeah. I've seen them do the gallon of eggnog stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Would you rather 
Have it be true that Christmas trees feel pain and scream when you cut them down? Or have it be true when, that Christmas cookies feel pain and scream when you eat them? Go, <laughs> oh, Andy, you first. <laughs> I love this game so far. <laughs> Go on, Andy, you first. Yeah. Hmm. Now, with Andy's hatred I'm, of Christmas, I'm interested to see what response we're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, this is where I'm tied because I'm also a lover of the outdoors. And my thing is, if if I won the lottery tonight, mm-hmm. I wouldn't give up work. I'll just change jobs and go and work in the Forestry Commission. Good man. You know, that's what I would do. So the thought of causing pain to trees, hmm. But then put a double chocolate cookie in front of me. <laughs> ugh, you know, it's gone. Or a gingerbread man. Yeah, but that's great, though, because then you can just cause lots of... Uh... Yeah, because th- that's the image of a gingerbread man, and I'm going, I yeah. want to eat that cookie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I'd have to go cookie, yeah, just especially to, Easter. Just to prepare you for the for the new woke times, they're not gingerbread men anymore, are they? They're gingerbread <laughs> oh. people. Oh, yeah. Well, or spiced people. Yes, yeah, so you can't point out the fact that they're ginger. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But so at some point, someone will say it's cultural appropriation. Call them spice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to uh, happen. Mm. Flavored biscuits that mm. are nice. Yeah. I don't like ginger. So um. yeah. <laughs> I was triggered. I was once mugged by ginger person. That's triggering me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On behalf of ginger people, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah. My hair may be dark, but it is naturally red. <laughs> Don't worry, ginger people, you're not soulless. Honest. No, because I really am ginger. <laughs> James. <laughs> oh, you're a closet ginger. Yeah, you hide, hide it. it yeah. Closet ginger? Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's more of a mousy brown kind of ready tinge to it. It's not really. It's not oh, really. you're one of those Aztec stroke fox brown. I'm not ginger. <laughs> <laughs> you know the colour. I'm very impressed. <laughs> yeah. If it was an Isla yeah. Fisher type red hair, I would own that. Yeah. Because I think she's got lovely colour hair. Mm-hmm. But and also Isla Fisher, I'm sure you guys agree, she's very pretty. Mm, she is. Yes, objectively. Okay, so James, what are you going to do? You're going to cut down a tree and it scream at you and <laughs> feel the pain, or you're going to eat a cookie and that then feel the pain and scream at you. As I don't actually eat biscuits anymore, I'll go with the cookie because it'd be they'd be eaten so randomly and rarely. I wouldn't feel so bad about a, it. That's a bit like more torture though, isn't it? At mm. least me me and Andy are putting it out of its misery straight away. You're making it sit there and wait for you to eat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if I've had a bad day, that bloody biscuits would be waiting an awful long time. Gotta take it out on somebody, haven't I? <laughs> Maybe crack a bit off, see if it's you know Couple of crumbs. That's what my next question was going to be. Would you then nibble it or would yeah. you like eat it quick? No, no. Depends <laughs> on the day feeling like you're going to suffer too. Or would you dunk it? Oh, God. Yeah, that's one. Oh. Dunking really hot black coffee. Oh, yeah. yeah. And just let it disintegrate. No, no. What yeah. you do is you dunk it in and pull it out. Dunk it in, pull it out. Dunk it in, pull it out. Oh. And then maybe put it into some milk so it thinks that it's saved and yeah. then put it back in the coffee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like some CIA black site. (laughs) (laughs) Waterboarding gingerbread people. It's all right, they're men, gingerbread men. Men, yeah. yeah. We'll call them what they are at the Talking Cards Bullet podcast. Uh, Right, okay, next one. Would you rather never receive another gift from anyone ever again or be forced to give everyone in your family a sex toy as a gift? 
oh, that one's easy. Never receive a gift ever again. Because then also takes the obligation of me having to return the gift. I think I'd give everyone in my family a sex toy because I think that would be funny. <laughs> I think that would be really funny. <laughs> no, I could do it no, because I know it'd end up being used and I don't want that image. <laughs> yeah, thanks thanks for that, Andy. That's, uh... <laughs> you all had your own little images. <laughs> Okay, so James. Oh, God. Well, now Andy's ruined what was going to be my answer. I think I have to go with getting no present. <laughs> he doesn't. You, you can still go with no, um, you know, you can still go with no, the sex I'll, toy. I'll take, I'll take, no, I will. I'll go with no gift. It's probably easier, less stress. Oh. See, but wouldn't yeah. it be funny to um, see your your dad open up? A, what, a flashlight. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> Ooh, son, what have you yeah. got me? A Kevin Smith approved <laughs> flashlight. Wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, and then when he disappears for five minutes, then you start to worry. Very much so. <laughs> or he asks you how to use it. That's probably when he's worried. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's me down to less than three hours sleep tonight. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, just a faint tapping at the door. Son, son, could you just come here a minute, please? <laughs> so, yeah, or son, 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 I... I seem to have got it stuck. I can't get it yeah, off. Thanks, yeah, thanks, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. drifting off the nightmare. Will hit me this evening. Yeah. That's it. Son, son, if you, if you had all the drifting, because oh, I need Jesus, it. dude. <laughs> oh, Andy. <laughs> I had it mild for a beer then. I couldn't, um, I couldn't come in quickly. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving can, on. Yeah, sorry, I'll take you to very dark places. <laughs> yeah, moving on. <laughs> You're like the Brian Johnson of this podcast, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just I don't break things. <laughs> Would you rather grow a permanent Santa beard or grow permanent reindeer antlers? Santa beard. I've yeah. got a beard now, so yeah, beard. Okay. Because then I could do that Rob Flynn plat thing in the centre during the rest of the year and then just let it go wild over Christmas. Do you think that I would look a little bit bizarre with a Santa beard, though? 2018, you can do whatever you want. If you want to identify as a bearded lady, yeah, that's I'm not going to stop cool. you. That's what I was going to say. Uh, there's no judgment in 2018 slash 2019. And also, going by The Greatest Showman... Mm-hmm. You know, I that think. woman who had the, the big bushy the big bushy beard, she could sing like anything. So maybe I'd be able to sing properly as well. Mm. I'll, I'll go with the antlers, though. <laughs> I'll tell you what, next next November, go for November and we'll test it out next Christmas. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, yeah. I was going to say, though, that is one thing that's not fair, is it? It's like, if I was to do that, mm. like, people would just look at me as like, what the hell, kind of thing. But, um, yeah, if a man was to walk down, walk down the road with a big beard or a big mustache, mm-hmm. it's perfectly fine. How, ex- yeah. oh, dear. Well, maybe you, could, you should start an online petition. Yeah. I'm sure you get signatures in this new, uh, the way things are now. <laughs> Can I walk down the road with a moustache? <laughs> but you've already got the natural, naturalist movements where, you know, women just say, do you know what? I'm not going to remove my body hair. So you could just join them. I could. And then just not buy bleach. I could. Only for November, though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I can see you don't have much commitment to the course. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll support you, but can I just do one month yeah. a year? I have to say though, it's quite nice being single at the moment because you know I can I can let my leg head <laughs> go all along, and you know it keeps me warm in the winter time. It's still something. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> as long as you haven't clapped yeah. it, you're all right. Uh, it's not quite that bad. <laughs> <laughs> just shaved it for the the Christmas party. Um, no reason. Just thought it would look yeah. nicer with tights on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Less itchy, as I found. Yeah, I just thought if my hairs were to stand out through the um through the uh, tights, not a good look. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, I got a new cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, moving on again. <laughs> Would you rather work as a mall Santa for the rest of your life, or become the real Santa and have to live in the North Pole? I want to be the real Santa. Yeah, real Santa. Yeah. Oh, yeah, real Santa, because then you don't have to de- actually deal with humans. No, you deal with elves and reindeers. I also hate children, so I couldn't be a mall Santa. I yeah, can't. but you'd have to be the real Santa, and there'd be risk of seeing children. Yeah, but I'd just say, sod off and go back to bed, and you get no presents. <laughs> <laughs> you could just show them the back of their hand, and they can't say anything, because who's going to believe the child when they say they saw yeah. Santa? Yeah. Have you seen the film Bad Santa? Yes. yes. Oh, because yes. James, you sound like Bad Santa oh, right yes. now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using him as my life plan if I end up becoming a Santa Claus. <laughs> okay, there's a couple more. Okie dokie. Well, actually, there's quite a few more, but I'll just wrap it up. It's all good. Would you rather have an elf on the shelf be alive or have Santa actually in your room watching you sleep at night? <laughs> I would go for the real Elf on the Shelf because it'll keep the cat amused. Yeah. Because having the real Santa would just be, mm, no. Hmm, do I want some creepy old man watching me while I sleep or do I want the elf alive? I think I'm going to go with the elf because the, the elf <laughs> yeah. could like, tidy up my house and do things uh, rather than <laughs> have some old pervert sat in the room watching me sleep. <laughs> I'm in agreement. Did you sleep well, James? <laughs> <laughs> you looked comfortable. Why would Santa sound like that? <laughs> hey, well, if you're a pervert watching, he probably would sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> just, that'd be awful, though, just waking up to the gentle rustling of hands on trouser legs. Well, it's not even that. He'd probably wear some long red cloak, wouldn't he? You know, the ultimate flashes, Mac. Yeah. <laughs> A little pile of tissues next to him. <laughs> okay, um, I would be the elf as well. So many people will be listening to this and will be traumatising them. It's brilliant. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> next one. <laughs> would you... you see why they wouldn't let me into that man now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They'll listen to this and go, no way, that man is on our list. He's on the, bl- on the stop <laughs> list. No fly zone yeah. list. <laughs> okay, it turns out there's only two more, so I'm going to go for all, all of them. Okay. Would you rather reach into your stockings, as in Christmas stockings, not ladies' stockings, to find a dead mouse, or reach into your stockings to find a live mouse? Live. Yeah, me too, live. Dead mouse doesn't bother me, I'd just deal with it. I just think if it's alive, I could save it, and I could just, you know, look after it and put it out. That's what I think. I was thinking a Christmas present for the cat. Well, you could give, you could give the cat a dead mouse. <laughs> yeah, but it's not much fun with a dead mouse. It doesn't run around. No, they could play with it a little bit more, can't they? Yeah. yeah. So I want to give the, 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 the cat something that's already out of its misery and dead, and you want the cat to be a sadistic little bastard and chase it round. Fair enough. 
Merry Christmas. Yeah. I was going to say, that's pretty much what cats do anyway, isn't it? That's what they love to yeah. do. So, yeah. Andy's love of Christmas is ever growing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this might actually sway me now, actually. <laughs> it all was swayed on a dead mouse. <laughs> yeah. No, in a live mouse. On a live because, mouse, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so would you rather star in a remake of Home Alone or star in a remake of Elf? Elf, in my opinion. Well, as I was once mm. a not-too-tall-blonde child, we'll go with the remake of Home Alone. Okay. And I'm trying to remember Elf. Elf was the one with Will Ferrell. Yeah. I just remember what hijinks he got up to, whether that was more fun. And if I was in Home Alone, would I be one of the bad guys, or would I just be with Kevin? Or would I be Kevin? You could be whoever you want to be. Yeah. It's who do you want to be deep down, Andy? Mm. Are we seeing more into your, your subconscious here when you're saying, would you be the bad guy? One of the wet bandits. But no, because he gets it. Because uh, the idea of getting my hand burnt doesn't appeal. Or would you be one of the parents that left him in the house on his own? Yeah, but then if you run the parents who left the kid on their own, you'd end up just having your child taken to protective services, wouldn't you? And you'd probably be in prison. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I mean, it got too real. No, we like realism. Realism's good. Yeah. I would go. I'd go for Home Alone. Home yeah. Alone. Okay. And I'll join Kevin in the hijinks. Okay. So you're going to be his his buddy in it then, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Partner in crime. Favourite Christmas film? So many. Yeah. Um, For me, it's all... In fact, I was looking at my Christmas films that I'd be watching at some point with my dad, and it'd be pretty Scrooged, It's Wonderful Life, uh, and the, the 1984 version of A Christmas Carol, and Batman Returns. There you go. It's the 1984 version, the Muppets one. No, the 84 version was one with George C. Scott that was filmed in was it Shrewsbury or something, but it's just really true to the to the books. So. Okay. Ah, awesome. I probably have seen it, but mm. it's just you know you've seen so many of them after mm. a while, haven't you? So. Very true. There's so many different versions. Yeah. And did you want to go next? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so as you know, I'm not really big into the Christmas thing, so I had to look around to see what films I'd actually seen. Um, and Scrooged would probably be as an adult, but as a child, it would have to be the snowman. Oh. I'm walking in the air. La, 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 la. I'm going to have to go to my safe place here in that song. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rain man, hit myself. My favourite ones, because um, there mm-hmm. are two. So it was actually The Muppets Christmas Carol, because, again, I watched it when I was a child, and it's kind of one of those films over the years I've just kept watching, and it's just such a... It's so silly, mm-hmm. and I know it's silly, but it is a feel-good film as well. You know, it's just... It's one of those films, isn't it? Like that, all Christmas films are like really good, feel good type films. Mm-hmm. Um, but my absolute favourite is, and it was also on the TV and mm. earlier today, and it's Santa Claus the movie, the oh, 1985 yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Dudley Moore and who was the other people? John John Lithgow's in it. Isn't yeah, yeah, he is, and yeah, and it's just it's just an absolutely Amazing film. Is that the one where Dudley Moore is the elf? He is, dis- yeah. disenfranchised with his job? Yeah. Yes. And he decides to go and make candy canes, and then mm. it all goes horribly wrong. And, you know, I won't spoil it. It's only a 30-year-old film. but <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. But I have literally, like, I remember, like, this film has had so, you know, I've watched it so much that I remember being, I think it was about five, mm-hmm. walking down to the shop just down the road from my house and actually go in to pick up this film for the first time 
Wow. And, you know, like, and just watching it, you know, like, obviously had a, on a nightly mm-hmm. rental type thing, but, you know, just literally just watched it, watched it, watched it as much as I could before I had to give it back. And then every year I've watched it since. And it might not be the whole thing. I might not watch the whole thing. I might just watch parts of it or whatever. But, you know, it's still, it's, yeah, I really, really, really love that film. So, oh, it's, it's your own little Christmas tradition. Yeah, yeah, it I've is. It on, yeah, I've got it on Blu-ray, but I don't know where it is. It, it is somewhere in my house on Blu-ray. This yeah, I've got it on DVD because I haven't got a Blu-ray player, but yeah, I've got it on DVD. Uh, the only the only downside with it being on DVD, though, is that there's that black box around the side because it's such an old film. Oh, it's not full yeah. screen, yeah. Yeah, it's not covering the entire screen, and that just kind of... Yeah, after a while, that kind of takes me out of it because I'm looking at the box, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it is. It's one of my favourite films. So, what films would you not necessarily Christmas films, but you associate with Christmas just because that's when you saw them? Have you got any films like that? Because these are things that we would watch yeah, at school wrong, yeah. on that last day at primary school. So it's like Oliver, the um, Lawrence Olivier, not Lawrence Olivier. Oliver Reed one, the black and white one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Battery's not included. Oh, I love that film. Yeah. Yeah. And, Actually, um, that one might be mine, to be honest. A Towering Inferno, which was always on ITV. That wasn't one we watched at school, mm. but I always remember that being on around Christmas. Steve McQueen saving uh, a tower block. Yeah, so there's quite a few films that when I think of Christmas, I think of them because they're the ones that always seem to be on TV or the old headmaster would put on. On, on the last day of term. Hmm. Okay. I, I can't really think of any films for me, but I do remember as a child, I don't know why it's still burnt into my memory, but as a child, I remember sitting down on Christmas Eve watching, it would have been BBC One, and I don't know, if, do either of you remember a TV programme called Maid Marion and Her Merry Men? Yeah, vaguely. I just have a memory of, of sitting watching that, and that, that's... Yeah, that's something that really sticks in my head. And also, there'd always be some sort of Bond film or something on Monday around Christmas on television. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably it, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And because I can't, I can't think of any, to be honest. Um, because I know when you say battery is not included, but then actually, I, as I've been sitting here thinking about it, I'm thinking that maybe that is more of a New Year film for me. Yeah. You know, equally, I don't know, because it probably all blurred into one when I was a kid. So, uh, yeah. you know. Um, it's so funny because I've actually got a list of films right in front of me and so I'm sort of looking at them quickly going, oh, can I notice any? <laughs> yeah. so, but, surprising ones I didn't realise were Christmas mm-hmm. films, but they were released over Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and looking back on it, actually, the fact they've got snow in them should have put me onto the fact that they were mm-hmm. Christmas films. But like Gremlins and yeah. Yeah, Trading true, Places, yeah. Yeah. You know, Love Actually, things like that, they're... Oh, love actually, yeah, I love that film. There was a bit of an argument going on with, with uh, between me and two uh, the sort of Ghostbusters fans I know over the fact that uh, Trading Places is better than Scrooge, according to them. I, yeah. I disagree, mm. but you know, I agree. I disagree. Yeah, Scrooge is much better. And they're, they're both equally good, in in my opinion. I like I like Trading Places, but I wouldn't put it up against. Scrooged. No, I think Scrooge is phenomenal for what it is. Uh, yeah. There's a way of redoing that. I just love it as a film. I've got a controversial question. Well, the answer could be controversial. Do either of you think Die Hard is a Christmas film? No. Andy? Yes, but only because it's in the same bracket of things like Trading Places mm-hmm. and um, Gremlins and stuff. The fact that it is set around Christmas, so therefore it is a Christmas film. See, 
but it depends on what your definition of a Christmas film in is in. Should it contain and the central theme of the, of the story be around Christmas, Santa Claus, elves, Grinches, snowmen, things like that? He's gone deep. Um, yeah. I don't see it as Christmassy, but I do. On what you just said, then I've got to think because obviously I sort of see Batman Returns as a Christmassy film, but it's not. Yeah, it's the same sort of thing like AS Die Hard. It's not desperately focused on Christmas, so yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I I just wouldn't. I wouldn't think of it that way, to be honest, because it's just like, uh, I don't know. I just, I just, well, I'm just going to leave it that I wouldn't have thought of it as a Christmas. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. go into it because I can't think of a very good response. <laughs> you don't need a dog in that fight. <laughs> yeah. People will battle you to the death, won't yeah. be on the fact that Die Hard's Christmas film. <laughs> yeah. This week's episode had zero listeners. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I enjoyed it up until the fiftieth minute. Yeah. Oh yes, it all just. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, one hour six, actually, Andy. Forget, uh, don't forget, you forgot to, you know, <laughs> you you lost your <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, remember I'm a man so my, my things of measuring distance and time is very very different to, to women exactly because you know my little finger is six inches <laughs> okay so going on to <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to keep every time Andy I don't mean to keep doing that every time that you're saying something but it's just that <laughs> there's that magical pause and then I think oh okay awesome I can move on to the next thing <laughs> it's not because of what you said <laughs> No, no, it's fine. I, it's my my attempt to derail again. <laughs> no, because actually it was on topic, so that was fine that time. Mm. So <laughs> well done, Andy. Bef- yeah. <laughs> yeah, well done, well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you. You're welcome. You're welcome. My job here is done. Bye. <laughs> no, no, not yet. <laughs> okay, so before we started recording as well, I asked you both to think of your top five favorite Christmas songs and worst five. Christmas songs. Andy, do you want to go first on your top five favourite? Yeah, yeah. this was really hard because, again, you, you may have picked up on the fact, I don't know whether I've stressed this enough, but I'm not a big fan of Christmas. I, 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 <laughs> see, I was getting very mixed feelings on that one. Well, yeah. A mixed message. Yeah. I couldn't quite be sure. I got the impression you loved Christmas, to be honest. Secretly, deep down somewhere. He's yeah. repressed. His heart will grow five sizes yeah. after this podcast. Yeah. So the hardest thing for me was the positive, trying to actually think of five things that I could tolerate. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, and I mean that with 100% sincerity, the word tolerate. You know? hey, I work in retail. I'll be trying to take my own life at some point after listening to Christmas music being played. Oh, God, yeah. me, too. me too. I cut my teeth in McDonald's um, when I left school. So that was my first job, and I did that mm. for like three years. So you know, I feel your pain, mm. <laughs> especially as a as a stroppy late teenager. So top five, yeah. So my first, well, they, these are in no order of preference. Um, so because okay. again, I can't stress enough, these are ones that I will tolerate. Uh, so <laughs> Jingle Bell Rock by uh, Bobby Helms. Thank you. 
Santa Claus um, by the Sonics. Do They Know It's Christmas by Band-Aid. This is probably the happiest one on the list. I wish it could be Christmas Every Day by Wizard. And then a comedy one, Not Safe for Children, or Any Festive People, is Hey Santa Claus by Kevin Bloody Wilson. I haven't heard that one. <laughs> I look forward to listening to that Do one. Do not play that around anyone <laughs> under the age of 18, nor anyone who loves Christmas. You've got my attention. What was it called again? Hey Santa Claus, Kevin Bloody Wilson. I'll have a look for that. He's an Australian, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you actually going to play a bit of it now? I'll, or, play, I'll um... play a bit of it now just so you can hear it, so uh, you don't just wait okay. too long. Your hearing is important to us. Just, yeah. Please be patient while Andy looks up the song. Yeah. Nobody else is going to actually hear because all this is going to get edited yeah. out. <laughs> and Andy's stalling for time while he uses the internet. <laughs> la, yes. la, la, la. Even though he is um, somewhat of an internet technician. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, somewhat. It's, it's funny he does a collection and goes, I went on the internet and I found this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have it as MP3 back in the days when we had MP3. Hmm. Uh, I used to have it. Oh, here we go. YouTube. You know what's counts on YouTube. Yeah. Can you hear that? No. No. That was a, a monumental waste of five minutes. Sorry. I know. It certainly was, but no worries. All the weapon that came crashing yeah. down. Quite often I get to thinking how as kids we got by. Like at Christmas time at our house, we couldn't even afford a fire. But we made do with what we had back then when I was young. Dad used to suck a peppermint and we'd all sit around his tongue. We couldn't afford no sparkly tinsel for our Christmas tree, 
So we just wheel our granddad in and make the old cunt sneeze. <laughs> okay, so James, did you want to go next with your top five? Top or five. did we want to discuss any of Andy's? Uh, do you want to discuss some of yours, Andy? No, I don't really know too much about them. As I say, they, they are the ones that I will tolerate. Okay. We'll do my top five then. So, uh, okay. it's, uh, there's Driving Home for Christmas by Chris Rea. Yeah. I'm driving home for Christmas. Oh, I can't wait to see those faces. Christmas wrapping by the waitresses. I've got to go with Merry Christmas Everyone by Shaking Stevens. Mm-hmm. And one you may or may not have heard of, which is Bigamy at Christmas, which is by the Tony Farino experience, who is, which is Steve Coogan. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> I do apologise. That was quite a bad reaction, yeah. sir. <laughs> I do apologise. Were you triggered then? Yeah, I was going to say, did the song trigger you? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Ah. <laughs> it was a good job that this episode isn't live, because my mum just creeped in to my room, tapped me on the shoulder, and said, do you want to say Boom. something? <laughs> Did I frighten you, Gemma? You scared the shit out of me, <laughs> stupid woman. Oh, happy Christmas, everyone. Merry happy Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Move forward. <laughs> what am I doing? I don't know. Just say hello to James and Andy while you're in. Oh, hello, James and Andy. Hello. Hi there. Hello. I'm sure you... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, what did you one. want, anyway? <laughs> Can we keep all this in? Because it presents a very interesting... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it will, don't <laughs> Yeah. Um, I just came in to see if you wanted any tea. <laughs> yeah, of course I do, but not right now. All right, okay. If you're offering free food, I'll take it. <laughs> yes, you're more than welcome. She's ungrateful, she is, really. <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. I'm so sorry to interrupt your performance. Uh, it's all good. I, we're all I'm okay. Sure, I'm sure you were all talking rubbish anyway. Well, we're talking codswallop. Got the nature of the show spot on. Uh, yeah, codswallop. Yeah, exactly. No, that's, that's fine. I'm going to go now. I'm embarrassing myself. <laughs> all right. Bye, See bye. you later. See you. Bye. 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 Okay, bye. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Literally, I just jumped out of my fucking skin. <laughs> Andy, uh, James, sorry, I didn't even hear no, who no. your last song was. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was up to, and we'll do the we'll do the dramatic pause moment. Uh, I was I was up to uh, Bigger Me at Christmas, which is the to- Tony Farino experience, which is basically. Sorry, I'm still Google. laughing. <laughs> James, yeah, I, she, she really does treat you badly. Know, I'm, I, I it doesn't no, come across on, on, just... on the uh, on the episodes, but it, you know, it, it behind the curtain. It, yeah, it doesn't come across because she edits out all the abuse. You know, that's the, you know, <laughs> we just get it fucking right. Yeah, Kim Young Gemma. <laughs> Pretty much, you know, when something scares you, and you just get the giggles. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
that's what's going on now, so I'm really trying not to laugh, James. I'm sorry. <laughs> You'll be great in a horror situation, wouldn't you? I'm bleeding, yeah, I'm bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would laugh in the horror yeah. situation. <laughs> Peace on earth, goodwill to all men. Jesus is born in Bethlehem. But think of the man who marries two wives. He's in a pickle when Christmas arrives. Once there was a time, everything was fine. A wife and two kids, though I found. But life is to live, I got so much to give. But there ain't enough of me to go round and round and round Bigamy at Christmas, what am I to do? Spend it with the family I can't, I've got to Bigamy at Christmas, I'm in a jam Turkey with Emily or pudding with pan Anyway, sorry, please continue. I will stop laughing. And my, uh, the final top five I had was Merry Christmas, Everybody by Slade. Okay. Okay, so did you want to talk about any of those? Is there any reason why, you know, those those particular songs, have they got meanings well, to it? Well, or is it just simply that they are your favourites? Well, the Shaking Stevens one, I mean, I've probably got more than just those that I like for Christmas songs, but the Shaking Stevens one is probably because as a child, it was actually, I think, probably the earliest uh, sort of piece of music I was ever bought. So... That'd be why that's another one's probably just a bit of cynicism of things like Christmas wrapping and big and big Christmas. And I just like driving home for Christmas, so Oh that's nice. Well well my top five mm-hmm. are it's not a typical Christmas song, but they do class it as a Christmas song, mm-hmm. which is Stop the Calvary mm-hmm. by Jonah Louie. Yeah, I know the song. Yeah, mm-hmm. I absolutely love that song. And I do kind of associate it with Christmas because it's played in the Christmas time. But at the same time, it's, uh, it, I know it isn't actually a Christmas song, mm-hmm. you know, because it's all about war and things like that. Hey, Mr. Churchill comes over here to say where do you spend it? But it's very cold out here in the snow Marching to and from the enemy Oh, I say it's tough, I have had enough Can you stop the cavalry?
then my next one has a bit have a bit of Elton. Mm-hmm. I love my Elton John. So um, step into Christmas because so, no. you don't like that one. No, I've never I heard it. Oh, okay. To be honest, with my top five, I've kind of picked the the jolliest and the upbeat ones kind of thing, really, because it's all the dirty ones. And actually, dirty ones aren't really on my list of worst ones, but they're kind of you know they're very slow and you know make you think and make you miserable kind of thing mm. i prefer all the happy happy ones that sort of make you make you smile mm. you know yeah. at the christmas time and i've got the pokes uh fairy tale of new york that one was kind of on the fence of coming off that list and staying on because it was i do like the song but i like it again when it's a little bit more upbeat so it's like when the guy's singing initially it's kind of a bit it sounds like he's drunk off his head doesn't he so Mm. it's kind of like "Mm." and the chances are he probably was yeah Uh, didn't that cause controversy a couple of years ago when people read the lyrics out of context the, it's one of the yeah I know exactly what you're about. Well, they, they, they're kicking up now over it, aren't they? And one of the words, the uh, oh. the uh, the homosexual uh, slur usage in it. So, oh, of course, Jesus, it is. just accept it for the time of year. It was time of the world it was in. Yes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I I just don't understand it. I don't understand this world that we live in at the moment. I don't understand it. <sighs> Moving on. Brought it down again. That's sorry. Just <laughs> No, no, no. Happy, Again, happy joy, joy. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and I put "Spaceman Came Traveling" by Christopher Yeah, I know that. Yeah, <laughs> and I've actually met Christopher as well, oh, okay. so that was actually quite fun. And he is like, if either of you watched the Mighty Boosh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. Well, if anybody listening has watched the Mighty Boosh, he does look exactly like they made him out with the big, massive eyebrows. And you two need to watch the Mighty Boosh at some point because it is so funny. Okay, but once you've watched Band of Brothers back to back in one sitting, then yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I said that I'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> All 705 minutes of it. <laughs> yeah, I'll sit there and I'll watch it over the Christmas break. Watch That's it for okay. both of us, Gemma. Yeah. <laughs> and the stranger spoke, he said, do not fear. I come from a planet a long way from here. And I bring a message for mankind to hear. Suddenly the sweetest music. And 
and my last one is have yourself a merry little Christmas by Frank Sinatra because you know yeah. you had to have a swooner in there do you mean a crooner crooner oh he's so handsome <laughs> oh. oh James <laughs> no Frank <laughs> oh Ralph <laughs> you brought about people called Frank have yourself a merry little Christmas Let your heart be light From now on Our troubles will be out of sight But I did have a joke one in there as well because we were talking about uh, Love Actually earlier and I did put the one of my favourite songs was Billy Max and put in brackets Bill Nye's Christmas is all around. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I can dig that. Yeah, yeah. Another person that I've met as well, Bill Nye. Nice. He's also very cool. Can you, can, now, Andy, can you give us your worst five? Yes, so this one took me a while to compile. Really? Because you hate Christmas, so shouldn't it have been like one of the simplest things ever? <laughs> like, yeah, but trying to... It, it's like when someone says to you, what is your favourite song in your catalogue of music? You know, there's such a wide range of things to choose. You know, so mm. what did I hate more than something else? Okay. Um, so I settled on, and again, in no particular order, um, mm-hmm. or although I would put this one at number one. All I Want for Christmas is You, Mariah Carey. Mm -hmm. Okay. I quite like that, but fair enough. You might detect a theme um, in some of these. Uh, Last Christmas by Wham. Okay. Please come home for Christmas, the Eagles. <laughs> I don't know that one. Choirs will be singing Silent night Christmas carol Back in the land Please come home for Christmas Please Mistletoe and wine, Cliff Richard. Christmas time and wonderful christmas time paul mccartney in the wings <laughs> do you know what i was gonna put paul mccartney but i thought no i gave i gave james a bit of a headache you know the whole paul mccartney thing so i thought do you know what? i'll give that one a miss <laughs> so glad that you brought it up thank yeah. you <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so they're, they're mine just 
piss off with your happiness and your soppiness. Go. <laughs> Leave my door. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, James, did you want to go next? Yeah, will do. Uh, so, A Fairy Tale of New York by The Pogues, because uh, I just cannot stand that sodding sun. It drives me mad. That's one of my favourites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Christmas Eve, in the drunk tank, an old man said to me, Walking in the air, Ella Jones, because it's just too nice and played all the time. Wherever yep. you go. Christmas Tree, Lady Gaga and Space Cowboy. Oh, I've not heard that one. Yeah, it's crap. Coming in at number four is this, uh, it's a wonderful Christmas time by Paul McCartney and Wings. (laughs) 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 James! Because as much as I love Paul McCartney, and I do actually see him in concert on Wednesday, it's just too kitsch and you know he wrote it because he just went, what can I make money every year on? Oh yeah, I'll do a Christmas song. Bloody hell, James, I didn't think you would go betray your Paul McCartney. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't work for me. You played at the concert as well because it's Christmas. I was like, <laughs> that's when you dump fake snow on me. Yeah, when I was doing research for for my list, I saw a review of Wonderful Christmas Time, and the one thing that stood out was this song is just was written by someone who got a new keyboard for Christmas and yeah. just wanted to show it off. <laughs> well, yeah. he's done it, hasn't he? Because they, yeah. they compiled a list of who makes the most money at Christmas songs, and Top was Slade, and but he's in there because. You know, he makes money every year on it, and that's pretty much mm. why you're writing. If it's successful, it's a guaranteed money spinner. Yeah. And my ultimate worst one has to be Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. Oh, yeah. I heard it playing, and yeah, awful. Yeah, no. Anything Justin Bieber related. Mm. <laughs> No, we might not. We might not give him the justice of actually playing his song no. after what you well, said. Just, no, to just, be honest, just flush the toilet and play that. Yeah, it's you got the same kind of <laughs> con- quality content. <laughs> I'm gonna find that soundbite. <laughs> Whoops, wrong song. It's the most beautiful time of the- All 
I'll say is the believers are a very nasty bunch. Do not get in their crosshairs. Do you have personal you know, you, experience of that? No, but the, you just have to look over Twitter to see how much the believers will just attack. I mean, you think the ants are bad with uh, telling Steve, Dave, got nothing on the believers. Point on that, I find it interesting because when I was at the concert on Wednesday, you kind of realise you do have to tread very carefully with some people. Because I mean, that will have to take the piss out of Paul McCartney. But some people, though, like, you couldn't say anything negative at all. It's like they're, this guy's their life, and it's like, mm. calm down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fandom yeah, is weird. Yeah. It doesn't matter who they are a fan of, but yeah. Yeah. Do you know what, though? Actually, I've never really picked up or noticed that at a heavy metal gig. Everyone's just there to have fun mm. and dance and goes crazy my experience has been with with metalers is that it's the nerds then the real nerdy metalers are the mm. ones who get very kind of like protective yeah. of their their their, their favorite yeah, and then also you, the screamers as well so you know the uh, the take that concerts and the uh, new kids on the block concerts you've got mm. the major part the crowd are just screaming hmm. you will get one or two of them at um heavy metal concerts and they are the true fans yeah i suppose yeah seeing a goth lose their shit because their favorite star come on stage is the funniest thing i've ever seen in my life <laughs> they, they went full teenage fangirl and it was just like yeah. a real just a position of a, a moody looking goth just absolutely losing that yeah it was hilarious interesting because <laughs> i'm usually like a woo. Hmm. You know, kind of thing, and then clap, 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 clap. Yeah. You know, sort of thing. You know, but then I just get into crazy dance. I I don't tend to like jump around necessarily. I do that sometimes, but you know, I I more try to do a bizarre yeah. dance because me and my friend Haley have a whale of a time when we do it <laughs> <laughs> because everyone's looking at us like, what the hell are you doing? And then all of a sudden, everyone around you is just like, I might actually start doing that. That looks more fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so. Now is on to the time of my worst five. Mm -hmm. There is one on here that I'm going to get slated for, I'm sure. Okay. So I don't know whether to go with that one first or go with it last. Go go with it last. I want the build-up. Yeah. The build-up to it. Okay. Okay, no problem. Put Lonely This Christmas by Mud. Mm -hmm. I'll be lonely this Christmas mm. without you. Music to slit your response. Exactly. It'll be lonely. And then Santa Baby by Madonna. Yeah, it's not a good cover. Yeah. It is awful. It is horrendous. It's disgusting. Santa Baby, slip the stable under the tree for me. Being an awful good girl, Santa Baby, and hurry down the chimney tonight. The next one is Christmas Time, Don't Let the Bells End by The Darkness. <laughs> because it was just awful as well. <laughs> mm, no, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How we clean each other, let snowflakes fall in hell. Body 
this one, this next song, I could have put five times because I hate the artist so much and there was no business of it being a Christmas song. Christmas Lights by Coldplay. Thankfully, that's passed me by. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. James, like... I've never heard it. Yeah, it is so... You know how Coldplay is anyway? Mm-hmm. Like, and don't get me wrong, Coldplay's first album, I absolutely love that album, but then it all went downhill after that. But it's like they're so depressing. Mm. This Christmas song that they've sang, it's just, you literally just want to slit your wrists at Christmas. So if I decide I want to end it all, that's the one to put on. Yeah, but then make sure there's like TV around and things like, you know, TV people around so they can record what's happening. You know, you know, write, write an email to like the Daily Mail or something. I'm committing suicide to this song so that, you know, Coldplay get bad press. <laughs> I don't feel strong enough that I want to take my life to bring Coldplay down though. But if you did, that's the way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not making light, I mean, just, just, just say I'm not making light suicide, so... Uh, no, no, I was going to say also, I hope that you, you're you yeah. not of no, a suicidal not. mind as well, so... Because you know, yeah, we we all uh, we all laugh about it, but yeah, we all kind of strongly feel that it's a very sad thing if people have to do that with themselves. And they should always reach out for help. Yeah, can I quickly just say with real seriousness, if anyone is listening to this and it is Christmas Eve and you are feeling like crap, sad situation when it comes to suicide, and it's something that I would say to anybody in this terrible situation, feeling that that's the only way out. Please seek help. You can get it from various places. Because you've got to look at suicide in this context. It is a long-term solution to what would be a short-term problem. And the reality is you can find people who can help you. So please, always stop. And remember, tomorrow is another day. Things can get better and you can get help. And if you're feeling like you don't have anything, just remember you have more than you have less of in your life, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I think, you know, you both covered it very well there. So I don't need to, I don't need to say anything myself, but I agree. Yeah, just pick up the phone and like ring up the Samaritans or, cause they're like globally minded, I think, aren't they? But yeah. any, anybody that can help you, give them a call. Okay. So my controversial last song that some people might not agree with, but I still strongly believe it anyway. So. Is Santa Claus is coming to town by Bruce Springsteen? No, I agree with you. I don't like that at all. No, he just sounds it's like he's completely crap. wasted, and it, he just sounds it, crap. It's because it, what's happened is it's exactly what Paul McCartney did. It's exactly what John Lennon did and other people. How can I make money? How do I know that something will go out every single year and make money? Bam. Yeah. Is that a cover, or has have that been covered? Because I didn't realise it was Springsteen. No, that's been covered loads of times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't like this, the song anyway. But uh, didn't realise it was a Springsteen. Yeah, it's just he just sounds so well, like like we said, he's, he sounds so drunk. It sounds terrible. It sounds terrible. Mm. And like I'm I'm not a massive Springsteen fan, and only because I've never really sat down and listened to his stuff. So that's that's why. But at the same time, that one song and just the fact that it's on every single Christmas album is <laughs> what the the first song that I always skip. Even over Coldplay at this point as well. So, you know, that's pretty bad, isn't it? So, I mean, for me, Springsteen falls into that whole category of stadium rock from the 80s, which I, I've yeah. never liked. So I've always had a kind of strong anti-feeling. But I, I will admit, I have heard a couple of his stuff growing up that I did appreciate. But, yeah, when I got some taste, I soon 
threw them away. Yeah, that's fair enough, isn't it? Yeah, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not bow. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, I'm glad that we're all in agreement that we none of us like that song. Bad, bad. <laughs> okay, well, what a way to end a podcast <laughs> on episode. <laughs> we all hate the Bruce Springsteen. And Bruce, have you got any problem with that? Come approach us at the Talking Codswallop podcast on Twitter <laughs> at Codswallop Pod. Justify yourself. <laughs> Please talk directly to Gemma and not me. <laughs> no, that's fine because. Any, uh, what's it called? Any feedback? Any promotion is good promotion. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. I've drunk it. I've drunk quite a bit now. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I like, I'm going to be on Christmas Day. <laughs> okay. So thank you very much for listening to our festive Codswallop. I have been Gemma. I have been James. I've been Andy. And we all wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Bah humbug. Merry Christmas, everyone. (laughs) Yeah, try and find some Christmas joy and happiness like Andy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If you can't do that, find a bottle of eggnog and enjoy. <laughs> and, vid- and video yourself drinking a gallon of it and send it in. Yeah, if, yeah. You, can, if, you, do, if you can do two gallons, we'll be really impressed. Yeah, absolutely. Have we got any t-shirts left that we can send someone who can actually accomplish that? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. We've got t-shirts left. So um, if anybody can drink, what was it, two, two litres? Gallons. Two gallons. Two gallons. Two oh, gallons. I was being fair on you guys. Two gallons of eggnog and send your videos to at codswalletpod or talkingcodswalletpod at gmail.co.uk at, uh, sorry, do, sorry, let me start that again. talkingcodswalletpodcast at gmail.co.uk Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> How much have you drunk, This is only my third pint. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. At oh, gmail.com. I'm having a kebab for dinner. Do I want any dinner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need grease and lots of it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Give me food. <laughs> <laughs> at gmail.com so I can edit out all the rest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there, I'll probably leave that bit in. Um yeah, and yeah, if you manage to do the challenge, then let me know what t shirt size you are and I will be sending you a t shirt in the post. So yes. Rocking. Yeah. Cool. Well, you know, thank you ever so much. Andy, obviously you've only just come on board, but thank you ever so much for your listening ear throughout this whole time that you've been with the Talking Gods Wallop. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, James, for coming on board. And thank you, me, for starting this whole thing in the first place. What did you do? This is Gemma, the ghost of Christmas future, speaking to you full of cold. So I do apologise for how I sound right now. The next songs that you're about to hear are from some wonderful, wonderful listeners who submitted some songs. So thank you ever so much. And I just wanted to give a little shout out to Mando, J. Ray, Gareth, Audra, Matter of Laugh Podcast, 
and Amy for singing these beautiful songs and reading stories as well because Jay Ray read stories as well so I really hope you enjoy this episode and you know what the spiel is by now but you're gonna hear me say it again in a second so um but yeah listen to these songs and just think that they're amazing have a giggle with them as well because some of them are are uh, funny so yeah enjoy and uh speak to you in the new year okay bye i don't wanna laugh for christmas there is just one thing i need i don't care about the presents underneath the christmas tree I just want you for my own More than you could ever know Make my wish come true True I want for Christmas You This is Jay Rave from Politics with Dummies, and I'm going to read you The Legend of the Christmas Tree. This is a story about the first ever Christmas tree. Hold on to your asses. Two little children were sitting by the fire one cold winter's night. All at once, all at once, they heard a timid knock at the door and one ran to open the shit. There, Outside in the cold and in the darkness stood a child with no shoes upon his feet and clad in thin, ragged garments. He was shivering with cold, because he didn't have no fucking shoes on, and he asked to come in and warm himself. Yes, come, cried both the children. You shall have our place by the fire. Come in. They drew the little stranger to their warm seat and shared their supper with him and gave him their bed while they slept on a hard bench. Where are the fucking parents in this story? In the end of the night, they were awakened by strains of sweet music, and looking out, they saw a band of children in shining garments approaching the house. That would freak me the fuck out. They were playing on golden harps, and the air was full of melody. Harp melody, that's my favorite. Suddenly, the stranger child stood before them. He must have ran around the house, no longer cold and ragged, but clad in silvery light. Gucci. His soft voice said, I was cold and you took me in. This music is fucking jazzy, yo. I was hungry and you fed me. I was tired and you gave me your bed. I am the Christ child. That must be cool to say. I am the Christ child, wandering through the world to bring peace and happiness to all good children. As you have given to me, so may this tree every year give rich fruit to you. Because that's what you want. You want some fruit. So saying, he broke a branch from the fir tree that grew near the door, and he planted it in the ground, and then he disappeared. He didn't say thanks or any of that shit. He just fucking, here's some fruit, and I'm going to bounce. But the branch grew into a great tree, which pretty much fucked the house up, and every year it bore wonderful golden fruit for the kind children. Because I guess they're children for fucking ever, 
I mean, every year? Fuck Christmas, dude. I like this fucking music, though. Sevivan sov 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 Hanukkah huchatov Hanukkah huchatov Sevivan sov 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 Haksim hahulam Neskedohaya sham Neskedohaya sham Naksim hahulam So that is Sevivan Sevivan sov 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 Um and then I have a little dreidel, I made it out of clay, and when it's finished drying, a dreidel I will play. Oh, dreidel, 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 I made it out of clay, and when it's finished drying, a dreidel I will play. Happy Hanukkah! And Merry Christmas, too! Hello! Hello! It's Shab and Shab here at... The oh. room of Shab. <laughs> so we're Shab and Jab. Shab and Jab. Shab and Shab. From and Matter of Love Podcast. Matter of Love. And we had the wonderful Gemma on. So that's our Fantastic. connection. She reached out to us, said, hey, you want to be part of our holiday special? Hey, sure. you're cool enough to be associated with me and want to record a Christmas song for you? Okay. Heck yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're doing that. And we are picking the song. Which is Melikaliki Maka. Wow, I think that's the first time I've ever said it completely without messing it up. Wow. <laughs> and for all you that don't know, Melikaliki Maka is Hawaii's way, way to say Merry Christmas, Christmas to you. <laughs> so that's why you might not know the song. Yeah. Because it's Hawaii. Fair warning. But Hawaii is awesome. So also, therefore, everyone should know it. And also, fun fact, for the longest time, I thought it was a wise, is in the three wise, wait, three wise men? Three wise men? Any number of wise men. I don't know. (laughs) Zero through ten? A wise way. A wise way to say Merry Christmas, which it does say that at some points in the song, but Hawaii is so much better. It is so much better. So, here we go. And we're going to sing, and you guys are going to laugh. Number one, because we're a comedy podcast, and number two... Because I can't sing. This is Shab. Shab can sing. I can't sing. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. All right. Yikes. Here we go. Wish us luck. Melagaliki maka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright The sun will shine by day and all the stars at night Melikalikimaka is a wise way To say Merry Christmas to you Happy Holidays! Merry Christmas! One thing I need I don't care about the presents 
Underneath the Christmas tree I just want you for my own More than you could ever know Make my wish come true All I want for Christmas Is You You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why, Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list and he's checking it twice, he's gonna find out who's naughty or nice, Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping He knows when you're awake He knows if you've been bad or good So be good for goodness sake Oh, you better watch out You better not cry You better not pout I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen You know Cumid and Comet and Donner and Blitzen But do you recall The most famous reindeer of all? Arr, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Had a very shiny nose And if you ever saw it You would even say it glows All of the other Used to laugh and call him names They never let poor Rudolph Join in any reindeer games Then one foggy Christmas Eve Santa came to say Rudolph with your nose so bright Won't you guide my sleigh tonight All of the other to laugh and call him names They never let Paul Rudolph Join in any reindeer games Okay, calm down music Oh no ah. Dashing through the snow in one horse open sleigh Over the fields we go Laughing all the way Bells on bobtails ring Making spirits bright What fun it is to laugh and sing A sleighing song tonight Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells Jingle all the way Oh, what fun it is to ride In one horse open sleigh Jingle Open sleigh. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
tidings we bring to you and your kin. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. <sighs> what other songs are on this thing? Admittedly, I've not heard any of these before. I just see them coming up. <clears throat> That's my excuse. I'm sticking with it. for listening to this week's Talking Cods Wallop. If you enjoyed this episode, why not go back and listen to the previous episodes? You can find Talking Cods Wallop on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Cods Wallop Pod. This podcast is available on Podbean, No Phony Podcast Network, iTunes, Stitcher and many other podcast mediums. Thank you for listening to our Cods Wallop.